welcome to Thrive in Design, a podcast about making money in beautiful interiors as it relates to product-based businesses in the interior design industry. Each week, we'll discuss innovative strategies on how to approach product development and design sales in a shifting market. I'm your host, Nicole Lachey-Ben. Hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Thrive and Design Podcast. I'm Nicole Lachey-Ben, the host of this podcast, as well as the CEO and lead strategist at Thrive and Design. I am super excited about being in episode three of this season, and we are getting into some exciting topics. In the last episode, we had an amazing guest whose name is Melissa Marsh, and Melissa is the CEO at Plastark, and they do some amazing work in terms of workplace strategy, research, and taking research from AI tools to help inform real estate and interior design decisions in the workplace. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go ahead and go back and listen. Hear how AI and building systems can inform you with a lot of data to make decisions in your design. I wasn't even aware of how many systems in a building can pick up information, information about energy waste, about what parts of an office are most used and not used, what human behavior is happening in the interior design environment. So Melissa shared some amazing insights around AI, AI tools, her journey, and also the evolution of how she sees AI impacting the interior design process. So I'm super excited about that. And if you're a manufacturer, it's really good because you'll be hearing from her and what insights you can use to inform your interior product development, whether that's a building system, a material, and how that fits into the interior space. As a designer, if you listen to that episode, it could really give you some insights on how you can use data that's pulled from AI, that's pulled from building systems to inform how you're selecting materials, or even how you're space planning in a different built environment. So amazing episode, and I'm super excited about continuing the conversation around AI in the interior design world today. So as you know, we're talking about AI, AKA the artificial intelligence, right? And in order for artificial intelligence to be intelligent at all, first, there needs to be human intelligence to give this artificial intelligence information. But since we're on this topic, we're not even gonna go down the rabbit hole of what is AI, how does it get the information and everything like that. But today we're gonna do a little bit of an experiment. And this is really for my interior product companies. And this is who is my target audience for Thrive and Design, who I love to work with. So if you know me, maybe you don't, You might know that AI has become my best friend over the last, I would say seven months. Since I started researching different AI tools for season four of this podcast, and then again for season five of this podcast, AI has become my best friend. I could not go a day without using some tool to help improve my processes within my company, help improve my client experience, help come up with new innovative ideas for this podcast, for services that I have, for pricing, literally like anything that I'm doing for my business or for my clients, I am using AI in some way. So AI is my best friend. My best, best friend though is ChatGPT. 
And of course, this is not sponsored by that platform. I just love the tool. And I know there's been some information around what's happening with that platform. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> I just know how I use it on a day-to-day -day basis. And if you're not familiar, ChatGBC is an AI tool that you can basically give it some sort of prompt and then it'll spit back information back to you, right? So some ways that I use it, sometimes I'll say like, you know, craft an email to Sharon to thank her for a meeting that we had yesterday about XYZ and then give her a call to action to do ABC, right? But I wanted to experiment with ChatGPT today to see how can AI really help an interior product company come up with a strategy to help increase their brand awareness and revenue, right? So we talked about the built environment and how AI is integrated into the buildings, but how can an interior product company leverage AI or tools like ChatGBC, which is an AI tool, to help them with their strategies to better reach designers to increase their brand awareness and their revenue. So I did an experiment. And before I share the experiment with you guys, I'm gonna break down a couple of touch points that's important for you to know. So as I mentioned in episode one and on many episodes of this podcast, I believe that to increase your brand awareness and your revenue for your interior product company, you have to be really in tune with the designer's experience with your brand. If that designer has a bad experience with your company, they likely are not going to specify your material or maybe they specified it once, but they're not gonna specify it again because you guys dropped the ball in terms of getting them what they needed for a client meeting or you didn't deliver on time or it wasn't what they needed for installation for whatever project they were working on, right? If that designer had a good experience, then they're way more likely to use your interior products over and over again, no matter if it's a hotel, if it's a workplace project, if it's a K through 12 school, if it's a healthcare project, right? Good experience equals more brand awareness, more revenue, more specifications, bad experience equals not so much. When a designer has an experience with your brand, typically they're dealing with your interior product company in five different touch points. Those five different touch points, and of course there are more, but those five basic touch points are typically your showroom, a firm library presence, events that they're attending for your brand, product presentations, as well as the role of your reps. So those are the five touch points that a designer will have an experience with your brand. So when I was experimenting with AI and coming up with strategies for these five different touch points, I wanted to give ChatGPT a specific prompt to give me some feedback. And again, I don't wanna jump ahead of myself because I wanna tell you guys one more thing before I give you the tea on what ChatGPT told me in terms of a strategy when it comes to one of these five touch points that I mentioned before. So let me back up for a moment. When I'm working with an interior product company, we always start with an audit. Well, first of all, that interior product company has to buy into the belief that all of their brand awareness and revenue is tied to the designer's experience with their brand. Bad experience, not so good sales, good experience, increased brand awareness and increased sales, right? So when I'm working with that interior product company, we start with an audit. What is that customer experience currently for the designers that interact with your brand? What is their experience in your showroom, in their design firm library, in events that they have attended, in product presentations with the roles of your rep? And when I look at that experience, 
it's really just the customer journey, right? Fancy way of saying, what is the customer journey for that designer? At Thrive and Design, my methodology is called Ace the Journey. And if you've listened to this podcast for many different seasons, you'll hear the breakdown of Ace the Journey. And it's about really refining that experience or refining that customer journeys with designers who have touch points with your brand. And ACE is an acronym that actually stands for awareness, consulting, and executing. So it goes into the different stages that a designer has with your brand correlated with their design process. And for the sake of time, I'm not going to go into the methodology behind this, but it breaks down all of the different touch points within that journey, within acing that journey and making it better. So within the work that I do, I do these audits to identify what are the pain points in your customer journey. After we identify those pain points through several different research methods, then we can synthesize those findings and develop insights and recommendations so that then we can create a strategic plan to move forward. So all of this is important because one, I don't want to make things up off the top of my head. And two, I really have to understand where are you right now so that you can create a path forward. I've worked with some clients on a short-term basis where they'll just throw questions at me. Hey, Nicole, what do you think about this? What should we do about this? What should we do about that? But if I don't have any background information on where you're starting in terms of your experience design for your client base, then there's no way for me to come up with a strategy through design thinking practices to move forward. So I say all that to say that that's how I typically work with a brand. So say I was working with your interior product company and we did this audit, we identified the pain points and we came up with a strategic plan to move forward and how we can refine the pain points for your brand. Let's use AI as a tool. You might be thinking, okay, I know what a pain point is in my company and what we need to refine. It might be shipping, it might be your marketing materials, what have you. But for the sake of this episode, let's focus on one touch point and that is your showroom. And we're gonna create an imaginary company, a mirror company, which is actually based on a real company that I came across at a trade show in 2023. Bear with me here. Think about an imaginary company, a mirror company, who focuses on selling mirrors in the hospitality industry. And we know that their pain point, right, is their showroom. So I experimented with ChatGPT, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, to see what ideas can ChatGPT ideate to come up with different strategies on how you can improve the showroom experience for this mirror company? So of course, I went to my best, best friend, ChatGPT, and gave it a prompt. The prompt that I gave ChatGPT was to give me recommendations for how to integrate online and offline strategies for the showroom of a mirror company that is looking to have their mirrors used in lots of hotels in the US and that their showroom is located in a design building within New York City. So that was word for word prompt that I gave ChatGPT and I wanted ChatGPT to give me a response for ideas on strategies that they can use to better that experience for designers, okay? So again, that was a mirror company they're looking to get specified in more hotels. Their showroom, which is that one of five touch points, is what they need to revamp an experience for. And they want to have online and offline strategies to integrate with that, right? So those are all the things that were integral in the prompt that I created and gave ChatGPT. 
So this is the response that ChatGBT gave me, and it's actually pretty long. So I'm going to share a little bit about these responses here on this episode with you. So ChatGPT came back to me and they said, integrating online and offline strategies for a mirror company showroom, especially when targeting the hotel industry in the US, can be a comprehensive approach. Here are some recommendations to achieve this integration effectively. And of course, from there, they broke down online and offline strategies. Because as you'll see in the next few episodes, online and offline is very important, but there's also sometimes a correlation between the two. So let's go into the offline strategies that ChatGBT shared. So they shared the first is the showroom experience. And that was to create an immersive and interactive showroom experience within the New York City design building, ensure the showroom reflects the elegance and versatility of the mirrors, collaborate with interior designers to showcase the mirrors in various design settings that mimic hotel firm environments. Next, it went on to talk about networking events. It gave a suggestion to host exclusive networking events for hotel industry professionals, interior designers, and decision makers. This can help build relationships and create awareness about your mirror products. The next was partnerships with designers and influencers. Partner with influential interior designers and decorators who can incorporate your mirrors into their projects. This not only boosts credibility, but also expands the reach through their networks. And the next was trade shows and exhibitions. Participate in relevant trade shows and exhibitions within the design and hospitality industry and this provides exposure to potential clients and allows for direct interaction with decision makers. And last but not least, with offline strategies, was sample mirrors to hotels. Offer sample mirrors to select hotels for trial periods. And this allows hoteliers to experience the quality firsthand leading to a potential bulk order, right? So all of those, I felt like were very straightforward and generic recommendations that ChatGBT was thinking about, especially for the hospitality industry. But notice there was no specificity, right? There was nothing informing us of how to do this, right? They told you the what you needed to do. They didn't tell you why you needed to do it or how you can go about doing this, right? So for instance, collaborate with interior designers to showcase mirrors in various design settings that mimic hotel rooms. Why do you need to do this? And how do you need to do that? What designer should you partner with in order to create this mock-up space to show your mirrors in the best setting, to show the lighting of the mirrors, to show how people feel in the mirrors? What's the story behind your brand and why is this relevant? Why should people care, right? So ChatGPT gave a few different generic recommendations, but we could take that even further to get specific in the story behind your brand and making it relevant to your mirrors, why people should care, why people should specify, and making sure that experience is A1, right? So that they can keep coming back to you over and over again for specifications. So the next thing ChatGPT talked about was online strategies, right? So in terms of online strategies, this is what ChatGPT gave us for this imaginary mirror company who wants to increase brand awareness and revenue in the hospitality industry. The first was website optimization. So ensure the company website is user-friendly, visually appealing, and optimized for search engines. 
provide detailed information about the mirror products, customization options, and case studies. The next was virtual showroom tours. Develop a virtual tour of the showroom that is accessible on the company website. This enables potential clients who cannot visit in person to experience the showroom remotely. The next was social media presence. And that is to leverage social media platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, and LinkedIn to showcase mirror designs, customer testimonials, behind the scenes glimpses, and use targeted ads to reach the hotel industry. The next was content marketing. Create engaging content such as blog posts, articles, and videos that highlight the benefits of using mirrors in hotel settings. Emphasize durability, customization options, and design versatility. The next was online advertising. Of course, leveraging those Google ads, social media advertising can help increase brand visibility and drive traffic over to your website. E-commerce platform was one of the recommendations as well. But unless you are really focused on the residential side of the business, e-commerce is not very successful in commercial design or hospitality design. So I would scratch that recommendation from ChatGPT. And last but not least of online strategies was email marketing. So implement targeted email marketing campaigns to reach out to hotel decision makers, share updates, promotions, and success stories to keep them engaged and informed about your mirror products. So that was actually very in-depth that ChatGPT gave us. But again, they told you the what you need to do, not why you need to do it, or the how you need to pull this off. So there was so many things. And it also failed to marry the two together of online and offline strategies. So say, for instance, somebody is in your showroom and they are standing in front of this mirror that they're like, okay, yes, I want to use this in this hotel renovation that we're doing, and I wanna use it in all the guest bathrooms for 200 guest rooms, right? One, okay, how do they take information away from your showroom so that they remember between leaving your showroom and going to the office? Or how should they easily send information to designers that might be back at the office that didn't make it to your showroom? Is there a QR code? Does that QR code link to some sort of spec sheet that can easily be sent or saved or add to their specification? Is there an easy email marketing integration that you know welcomes people as soon as they arrive to your showroom and sends them an automatic follow-up as soon as they leave? There are several different touch points that you could think about of how to marry the digital experience with the physical experience or that online and offline to merge the two together. So we experimented with ChatGPT in this episode to come up with some super generic ways that you can start thinking about online and offline experiences, specifically for a showroom. But of course, we still have those other five touch points that we talked about earlier in this episode. The firm library presence, events, product presentations, the role of your reps, right? And there's so many different things and so many different parts and pieces that you can think about online and offline and how to make sure that you're also making your story cohesive in all of these different touch points. Okay, so again, what was missing from that chat GBT response? The story of your brand, how you will successfully integrate it into every experience that happens that we outlined today. Another thing that was missing was a strategic plan with step-by-step instructions for you to execute. And that's especially important 
for smaller brands. And a lot of times I'll attract smaller brands here at Thrive and Design versus the bigger, you know, $100 million per year revenue brands. But that strategic plan was missing. What are the step-by-step instructions that you need to do to execute all of the things that was outlined? And last but not least, what was missing? The execution and support for your team. So if you don't have a very robust team, how will all of these things be executed? Or if you have a team that is new to all of these ideas of online and offline strategies, but does not have the bandwidth to execute, that was missing. So that's where the Thrive and Design team comes in. Let us help you refine your story and figure out how you'll integrate it online and offline. And let us do the heavy lifting, especially when your team is lean. Now, for the sake of time, we won't get into the other five touch points. We only touched on the showrooms today for this imaginary mirror company. But if any of these things resonate for you, if you're like, hmm, maybe we do need to refine that showroom experience, or maybe we need to start thinking about the firm library presence, the events that we host, our product presentations, or the role of our reps. Maybe we need to start thinking about what is a designer's experience with our brand? Is it good? Is it bad? Are there pain points that's preventing people from specifying us the first time or again and again? Then reach out and let's have a conversation, of course, because that's where Thrive and Design helps you. We have a very robust team, a growing team with me as your lead strategist who can help walk you through this process, understand your pain points and help you create a strategy as well as a strategic plan for how you can move forward and thrive in the next year and in the years to come. So go ahead, send me an email, hello at nicolashay.com or head over to LinkedIn and find my profile and send me a DM and let's get this conversation going. And I can't wait to help your interior product team thrive this year. So see you in the next episode and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Thrive in Design. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Thrive in Design. And for more strategies on how your product company can innovate in the interior design industry, head to training.thriveindesign.co. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to create captivating content. See you next week. Thank you.